Hi guys, welcome back to We Love Lucy. I'm Allison Werma. I'm Corinne Eckhart. And I'm Molly Lyons. How's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. Why are you doing great? Because we have a very special guest. (laughs) (laughs) It's so exciting. It always is. I know. Hey Corinne, who are we joined by today? Uh, Today we're joined by writer and performer Megan O'Neill. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. Hi, Megan. Welcome. So before we launch into the episode we're discussing this week, which is oil wells. Very exciting. Um, I'm sorry. The title is like stating an object. Oil wells. (laughs) This is a proper noun. No puns. (laughs) No nothing. But before we get into that, even we've started, you know, ripping apart the title. Um, (laughs) Before we revisit that, we're going to get to know our very special guest a little bit. All right. So we're starting with a doozy of a question. Mm. Wow. Who are you? What do you do? (laughs) Who are you? Wow. That is a doozy of a question. So I grew up in Michigan. Now I live in New York and I've lived there for 13 years. I am a writer and an actor. You may know me from... The animated show Animals, Animals. (laughs) where I play a pigeon (gasps) whose name is Megan. Yes. Coincidence, Um, not at all. Right. And I'm also a part of a a podcast that's the Story Pirates podcast where I play a woman named Megan. Oh my God, versatile. Yeah, so versatile. One of those those doesn't have an H in their name, but I'll let you... No, they both do. Sorry. (laughs) Nobody was that creative. Um, Yeah, and then then I've written for Billy on the Street, Mm -hmm. um, written for some things for Refinery29. Who is the first woman you remember seeing on television? (gasps) Whoa, that's a really good question. Wow. It's, I'm gonna like need a second to think about that. Take all the time. My my uh, the first thing that popped in my head as a response is Bugs Bunny as a woman, <laughs> <laughs> but that's probably not true. You know what? Do you remember that show Daily Special no. that was on Nickelodeon? I'm um I'm slightly older than you guys, but there was a show called Daily Special. It was on Nickelodeon, and I think it was originally a Canadian show, <gasps> but it was like in the same uh, block as like the Sharon Lewis and. Bram. Sharon Lewis and Bram. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I would say maybe Sharon from, and Lois from Sharon. <laughs> I, I didn't. You only saw Sharon. I only saw Sharon. They both shared the screen, but you know, she was she was the Suzanne Summers for One me. Of that work. Yeah, she was exactly. radiant. She really, yeah, she blocked out that old Lois, let me tell you. So it was. Poor Lois, where is she right now? <laughs> what shows or characters are most in line with your comedic sensibility? I mean, definitely Samantha Jones <sighs> from Sex and the City, but not everybody else. Well, maybe Miranda. You know, I love Liz and Jenna from 30 Rock. <gasps> yes! uh, I'm yes! a big fan of um, Madge and Susie and Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. <gasps> <gasps> But what else? Oh, oh, you know, one of my, like, my favorite show of all time, I think, is Strangers with Candy. Mm-hmm. So I love Jerry Blank and Mr. Noblet and Mr. Jellyneck. Um, I love Amy Sedaris a lot. What is your relationship to I Love Lucy? Had you seen it before? Or? You know, I always think it's, like, so weird what you're exposed to when you don't, like, really have a choice, mm-hmm. as bad as that sounds. But when I was younger, I used to not be able to sleep. Very, I just, you know, had like little kid insomnia. And so I would be up in the middle of the night and I would just watch old shows on Nick at Night. Nick at Night and VH1 late, later programming. But those were like networks that had shows on mm-hmm. that late. And so when I was younger, I watched I Love Lucy and I watched Dobie Gillis, Donna Reed, mm-hmm. uh, and then the Patty Duke show, mm-hmm. My Three Sons. Like all these shows that they just played. 
you know, in syndication. And I actually, like, I really didn't have an interest in 1950s stuff. Right. But because it was available, I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I didn't I didn't know that I liked it. Right. Yeah. Had you seen Oil Wells before, do you think? No, uh-uh. I think that was my first time seeing it. And I can't remember. I know I'd seen the chocolates episodes, mm-hmm. you know, infamous and famous. Yeah. Do you remember if any, what impressions that Lucy or any of the characters made on you? I just remember thinking that when I was younger, I just, I knew who she was, even though other kids my age didn't know mm-hmm. who she was. And at some point in time, there was somebody was, I want to say it was like a PBS thing. They were like doing like the life of Lucy. And I watched it when I was much younger and I understood a lot of what they were talking about. And my mom, but I was watching this, my mom was watching it. And my mom was like, how do you know all, like, how do you know who this woman is? And I was like, well, because you are a bad parent. (laughs) And I get up in the middle of the night and watch this show. But I, yeah, I just remember being aware that she was like the most famous woman in the 50s. Like, I remember thinking that Mm -hmm. yeah which is true which is true which is true so would you say that you most identify with a threat being a fred ethel lucy or ricky i think i think definitely a lucy uh she was she's so there was like watching it again i was like oh my god all these takes just straight out to camera i was like whoa because i i probably haven't watched the show in i think probably a decade quite honestly and just to see how the way you perform for I'm speaking as an actor the way you perform <laughs> multicams as much more as you would in a play mm-hmm. and the way that you perform for you know single cams is very different because there's no audience yeah. there obviously and I was just watching that again just being like wow like she is like you can really tell they came out of a theater live audience right mm-hmm. past because it's still so much there and I'm always getting in trouble okay so you're a Lucy I was going to show you guys this later, but watching the show again made me realize that my father looks almost exactly like Fred. <gasps> and I need to show you. And it's hard in the... These are the most recent pictures on their trip to Australia. Oh, my God. Baseball <gasps> cap. But doesn't he... But he looks like a sweeter Fred. He looks like a sweet Fred. Here's another picture of him with a bunch of birds on his head. Which <laughs> oh is gosh, just a really good... Very Fred Which is just like a really good, like, dad picture. <laughs> I love him. My parents are really funny. How are women being depicted today on screen? Mm-hmm. And how different do you think it is from what we saw on... Lucy, if at all. (laughs) Well, the first thing I thought that was, uh, that I was like, oh yeah, this is so much about like, um, like money and class. It's like one of those things too, where it's like, or she's like, I'll put it in towards a saving that of my monthly household account. Mm-hmm. And he's like, well, yours is going over your household account, which is so weird because it took me back to uh, Doll's House. Did you guys have to read that? Oh, the Ibsen yeah. Play? Oh, yeah. yeah. Just like, I made a reference to that the other day and somebody I was talking to was like, what? I was like, what do you mean, what? I was like, it's only the most important play in history. Not it's really. like the female Hamlet. It truly <laughs> is. Yeah, that's what they, I think that's, or like that's a gobbler. Gobbler. But it's like a <laughs> same author. Oh, same same author. Lots of death. Very Swedish? Yeah. I don't know where it Yeah, is. it was, right? Or Nordic, some sort of Nordic, Nordic feeling. Let's I don't just know. say Scandinavian. <laughs> yeah. So that was the biggest thing where I was like, oh, women like had allowances mm-hmm. and part of like Lucy's charm is that she's like sort of this like childish 
spirit that's having to like get along or get by as much as she can in like a man's world. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> in a man's in world. In the man's world. Yeah, you can't just say man's world. It has a man world. Um, so I don't know. And I feel like, you know, um, again, like we were talking about like Donna Reed or Patty Duke too. Mm-hmm. Like they all sort of had very similar aspirations or even looks. Mm-hmm. And now I think, you know, the landscape has changed so much. You know, you could be you could be a Bugs Bunny in a woman's <laughs> uh, outfit. And, yeah. you know, that's a woman on TV. Why not? What do you wish you saw more of in terms of women on TV or less of if there's anything that you're, like, sick of seeing? No, I, I mean, I'm glad that with the advent of Grace and Frankie oh, and yeah. even, like, Book Club... Which oh I hope you all saw, because I love Candace Bergen. She's Murphy Brown. That's right. Well, she's she's Murphy Brown again. She would never stop being <laughs> yeah, Murphy Brown. Right. Candace Bergen Tur- is <laughs> yeah. Murphy Brown. Murphy Brown is Candace Bergen <laughs> for 25 years in her life. But, you know, I feel like a lot of times, yeah, age is one of those things that people sort of, like, don't want to talk about. That and having the fat people, or specifically, like, fat actresses on television, I think is another barrier that we're, that we're pushing through. Mm-hmm. So that's always, that's good to see. Last question. What is your modern pitch for an I Love Lucy reboot? So a reboot pitch. Wow. I have to think about this for a second. You don't have to keep all the characters if you want. Oh, okay. Like Lucy and Ethel, or you could just be Fred and Ricky, or Little Ricky. Or Little Ricky. It could just be Fred on a desert island. It could be whatever you want. Yeah. I mean. Fred with a bunch of birds. I'm oh yeah. <laughs> the adventures of Fred <laughs> in Australia. Yeah. Fred on vacation. Yeah, actually I wonder about that. Like what is that? Well now because you know, but my dad basically looks like Fred. So yeah, like maybe maybe like a Fred reboot where he goes on a bunch of international travel and like an E Pray Love with Fred. Like an E Pray Love, yeah. And, and he then finds s- his bliss. And sends all these too many pictures, one would say. Too many updates, too many pictures back to his children. Uh, it would be like an About Schmidt, or what was the Robert De Niro one where Drew Barrymore was his daughter? Oh, Everybody's fine. Right, right. Yeah. Like, maybe something along those lines. The togetherness meets everybody's fine. So it's like funny and mm. sad, but also touching and weird, sort of like About Schmidt. Today we're going to talk about Oil Wells, which aired February 15th, 1954. <laughs> A Valentine's Day episode. That's right. Right. The gang buys oil stock from new neighbors who claim to be Texas oil tycoons. Mm. Yes. That's what happened. True. Yes. That's true. Yes. I stand by that. Mm-hmm. I do like how the synopsis didn't tell you anything about the conflict at all, though. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, who needs conflict? What, what television show needs a conflict? Mm. It's so, more like a status update. <laughs> Bought new oil stock today. Right? So weird. That's the text I just got from my dad. <laughs> With a bird on his head in Australia. Ooh. Um, um, so we open the episode. Yeah. And we've seen something like this before. A um, similar, yes. Yeah. Um, Ethel and Lucy are very excited because there's a new neighbor moving into the building. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question. Wouldn't... They're basically giving updates on, like, the stuff that they're bringing into their apartment. Right. And here's my question I just thought of is, wouldn't that person have to have been, like, approved by Fred and Ethel as they're the landlord and landlady? Ooh. Is that not how apartments work? They seem very weird that they're like, we know nothing about these people. I'm like... Presumably, you met them and allowed them to sign a lease. A credit check? (laughs) I was just like, did they run a... Did they have credit checks? Yeah. (laughs) Women couldn't have credit cards. So, run a credit check on the man? Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, but they've they've changed their strategy because the last time we saw Lucy and Ethel spy on neighbors, it was through mm-hmm. the window that sometimes exists in Lucy's apartment, but not always. Yeah, that was another thing I noticed too. I was like, the what is the outline? You know what? I'm not even going to think about it. And like the living room is next to the bed is in the kitchen. Okay, yep. that's not <laughs> a useful works. line of inquiry. Yeah, you're yeah. like what? Um, okay, just let it go. So yeah. now they're covering both bases. Lucy's got the back. Ethel's got the front. Mm-hmm. It's smart, frankly. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Good reconnaissance work. Yeah. I think uh, they should be spies. That's a really good, like... That's a reboot idea. Reboot. Yeah. yeah. It can also be, like, a period the, piece, The too. Americans, but it's just, like, Lucy <laughs> and Ethel. Ethel. Hijinks will like, inevitably ensue. But yeah. was there was there never an episode where, like, they went, like, sort of undercover, undercover as spies? They've done very various, various costume recon things. A lot of disguises. Okay. Yeah, okay. a lot of disguises. Often as old women. Like, when they saw that detective right. later, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> that guy's They've, definitely arrested them before. They yeah. also ended up in jail several times. Ah, uh, okay, all right. Like you do, you know, what, just like as one when does. you're a woman living a life. You That's know? right, <laughs> without, without your own credit card. Mm-hmm. You're just like a gun and get Sometimes they end up in jail for not being able to pay for things. Mm -hmm. Well, that's not their... I mean, that's the the world's fault. society. Yeah, (laughs) that is the patriarchy. Yes. That is the... Yeah, the most... Patriarchy at play, Mm -hmm. for sure. Well, and so we get to that pretty quickly, where... So, they want to know about these people who are moving Mm in. Right. And... The Johnsons. That's the Johnsons. Right. That's all we know. And then Mrs. Johnson just like magically appears at the door, essentially. Yeah. She's yeah. looking for Ethel. Full foxtails on? Yeah. Yes. Casual daytime Luke. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also moving day look. Yes. <laughs> yes. Bro's not lifting any boxes. No. She also was a cartoon character. Yes. Also, yeah, I would, but I did think that I was like, where, what cartoon character was she? <laughs> like her voice was not. And also I was like in the casting of her, why would you choose that? Somebody who sounded like that, like for it to be, oh, this is an oil tycoon. I think it's fake. Uh, her voice? Mm. Oh, yeah, totally. But like, why but, was this choice made? But why was that choice from the casting director? Why did they? Or, or maybe they did it like to make it to give her to give that character less cred. Yeah, right? you know what I mean. So like, if they it, when they were like, oh, are these people real? Like, you know, maybe the, we had our own. It's like no, they're like literal cartoons, right? Well, yeah. like, uh, and then M- Mr. Johnson comes in, and I just kept thinking of like Foghorn Leghorn, right? Exactly. Um, yeah. Yes. And so just like very bizarre, and and like I didn't even place her accent as southern. Right. I was like, I don't even know no. what your what sounds you're I making. Think the, the accent she was doing was rich lady. Rich, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. True. Woman with money. Yeah, she was, but she was money. more like a rich child. Like, <laughs> so. <laughs> very high voice. Her name is Sandra Gould. And she Ooh. also played Gladys Kravitz on Bewitched. <gasps> oh, my God. Oh. I loved Bewitched. Wow. That was another one I watched on Nick at Night. night. Watched, They're rebooting it. Mr. Johnson is <sighs> played by Harry Cheshire. Okay. Mm-hmm. Great eyebrows. Also Judge Ben Wiley in Buffalo Bill Jr. Okay. So these are iconic. These yeah. are iconic Junior. actors of Famous the period. actors of the time. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god, Gladys Kravitz. That's so funny. Cuz she was like I think the nosy neighbor. But yeah, right? Voice, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah, but it, it, this is all about nosy neighbors this episode. And one thing mm-hmm. that from the jump I was like, uh, I had my little feminist hat on mm. where I was just annoyed immediately when they were like, "Well, that's just women. They need to be oh, nosy yeah. and they need to nag. That's just part yeah. of being a woman." And yeah. I was like, "Just because women have a curiosity about the world around them, like how dare you. Yeah. That's so true. We just like to ask questions. Mm-hmm. I like to have information. Context. Mm-hmm. I want to understand. I like info. Knowledge is power. Come on, guys. Anyway. Plus, they've upped their spy game. 
Yeah. She's I got mean, the binoculars. Recon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, in lieu of walkies, they have the telephone. <laughs> Did they have to call each other is what I don't understand. Or are they on a party line they just picked up and <gasps> talked to each other? Party line. Party line. How do party lines work? I don't even really know it how they work, fun. really. Or how they work. You just open. You just pick up the phone, and anybody else who's on the call at the time. So they have a share. In. Wow. Because okay. it's it's cheaper, right? Yeah. I so think... they share a basically share a phone line. Yeah. Oh, party line. Wow. Ooh, I like this. Yeah. <laughs> so Mrs. Johnson comes in. She also apologizes. Yeah. She's, she's a cat. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She's I think mini. she literally says, "I'm sorry." Yeah. The first line. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm Mrs. Johnson. <laughs> yeah. And then she calls herself a cotton-headed. Ninny. Yeah. Which, did anyone else think of Elf? Yes. A cotton-headed ninny muggins. And I'm like, is that must be a phrase. Well, yeah, it's like the worst thing you could call someone in in In, Elf uh is like a cotton-headed ninny muggins. Oh. And so... I guess it's a thing. She's an elf. I don't know. This is my bitch. I think... From the North Pole. That's a North Pole accent. That's what we're trying to place it. She was a, a lot. She was a lot. I was over mm-hmm. her very quickly. She was overdressed. She was too loud. Too loud. Dare I say? Yeah. Women should be quiet. quiet yeah. <laughs> that's and that's not what I mean. Like her voice is just like her voice was shrill. Shrill. Yeah. Not that that's bad. I you ladies like, be we, shrill. You know what? I love this cotton-headed ninny. I take it all back. <laughs> she's just she's doing great. her own thing. She's doing her own thing. So Mr. Johnson finds her. Mm-hmm. He's wearing a big old hat. He's he is a, a very large hat. Yeah. He's a cowboy. Yeah. Cow man, if you will. He's a cow yeah. man. Also, I love that he's like a cowboy. I love the mix of like like the businessman cowboy because mm-hmm. that's like what like oil uh, people were I right. think at a certain point in time where it's like oh. cowboy boots but also like pa- like docker or not even right. docker but like a Brooks down. Brothers yeah. yeah so he like had those pants going on and I was like I this, I agree I what do you think it. about his story though what what did what did he say again? Oh, that he's like, oh, I can't stop selling all these shares. Yeah, people like he keep could telling stay me anywhere, but he doesn't want to be bothered because people always want to buy but shares that's of right. stock from him. Yeah, it's a sure thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and very this, suspicious. It's very like suspicious. Pyramid scheme. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. They they immediately sit her down. Fred's like, I have the keys on me now. If you want them, and I was like, no, go get the other keys. Oh, get right. out of here. Yeah. Um, and then they basically, is key. yeah, mm-hmm. they kidnap her and put her on the couch. And she's like, "Tell me everything. Like, what does your husband do?" And they want to know. Right. He's an oil caster, cod right. liver. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh like, yeah, that was funny. Yeah. Uh, Which oh. is interesting, also, because the episode that Corinne sent me to listen to, you guys were talking about Lucy's salad dressing. Mm, true. Which was, and then there's salad dressing joke. That's as much oil as she can afford mm-hmm. for her that's, salad. That's basically. right. To dress her salad. Wow, that's shady in hindsight. Ricky. Ricky, that's like too soon. Wow. Sorry, bro. Was this after mm-hmm. the the salad dressing? Gosh, Ricky. Get real. God, I mean, I love him. It's fine. <laughs> he's a king. It's he's fine. So, he's a king. <laughs> but yeah, so what do you think of her saying that in the South, that's just being polite, is asking you a lot of detailed questions oh, about yeah. your life? Again, I think that's just how women are. We're like, tell me every, tell me your life story. Yeah. Tell me everything. Molly, what does your husband do? <laughs> what doesn't he do? Yeah. Well, he doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> His bank account. <laughs> yeah, no, he has. He's a very busy schedule, being imaginary. Uh, <laughs> schedule. 
But yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just think it's, she's so extra. I mean, and Lucy is so extra in this. Why, why are you so concerned with this? Just cause she's wearing a dead fox, like calm down. I also thought her, I just think dead animals are gross. Yeah. I don't get the fur thing. Everyone's just obsessed with, oh, I saw a mink stroll and yeah. I saw the label and it's from blah, blah, blah. Sex, yeah. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, mm, that's gross. And I did, yeah, I did think that was interesting that both Lucy and Ethel were immediately wearing furs. To sort of showcase, yeah, yeah, this like quote unquote like wealth that they had, and they yeah, got them on approval, yeah, yeah. which is like on credit, oh. yeah. Um, but before we get there, ah, we're yeah, yeah. in the kitchen, yes, and Lucy is making breakfast, mm-hmm. and oh, right. she's very anxious in a beautiful dress. It was really pretty with an awesome popped collar. Mm-hmm. I loved that dress. Was that before or after when they're talking about like why would these rich people move into our building? Mm. And then they say this place is a dump and Fred goes I accept that. <laughs> for a millionaire it's a dump. Oh yeah for a millionaire it's a dump. Right. Yeah. Oh. Was that was that after they left? Yeah after the they left. They yeah. leave, but I yeah. loved that like moment of self-awareness from Fred. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That yeah. cracked me up. And also yeah he lives pretty frugally. Yeah. Fred doesn't he's not a man who needs, needs the finer things in life. No. Mm-hmm. But yeah then they're in the kitchen. Lucy's making breakfast. She's very looking fly because she thinks that they missed an opportunity. Right. Right. Which is the thing. Like we had the salad dressing episode. Get they're you know looking for a get rich quick scheme. It's right. Kind of like a yeah. constant yeah theme. Fred mm-hmm. especially is very into get rich quick scheme. Right. He really leans into that. Yeah. <laughs> Which I was a little bit surprised because the way that they set this up story-wise is it'll often be the Mertzes versus the Ricardos or the girls versus the boys. Mm -hmm. And I thought that Fred was going to be team let's make money. I thought that was, but it was no, men are smart about money and women are reckless about money. And that's how they broke it down, even though we know Fred has a history of trying to make a quick buck. Yeah. In the scene that we see him in the living room, he's definitely not into the idea Ethel's berating him to go along with it. And then Mm -hmm. the next time we see him, he's gone he's really leaned in yeah, yeah. and lucy yeah lucy's feeling bad ricky plays the violin oh, i thought he was so funny yeah. in that bit it was like the the 50s version of the world's smallest violin right, right. for you yeah she's like yeah. i don't want to do my own lawn oh yeah, she goes right. do you think i like being poor <laughs> yeah when, uh-huh. when also like that was the other thing is like they totally abdicate the whole idea of the last three seasons of it where, like, they are pretty well off and they have right. way more money than Fred and Ethel. Mm-hmm. And they're constantly being able to be like, they, they bought them a new washing machine for their anniversary. Oh, wow. Super generous. Yeah. Very, like, they've got disposable income. Yeah. He is one of the most, you know, established show people in show New York. He is one That's of right. America's best show people of all time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they also moved to a bigger apartment in the building. Yeah. They, they bought they, new furniture, like, Multiple times. times. Oh, man. So we're poor. I'm not. And also, you're not on the same level as Ethel and Fred, who literally have no income other than the, the rent on the building. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They can't buy dresses. Yeah, they couldn't afford to repaint their walls. This okay. is definitely an instance where Lucy's being the worst friend. Mm-hmm. At, well, when they come in. So first, Ricky says he doesn't have any more stock to sell anyway. Mm-hmm. We find out that Ricky's gone and checked. Right. And then Fred walks in, and we know 
Fred's bought the stock. That's right. The size of his hat. Mm-hmm. That's what that means. Look, I'm yeah. looking for a man with a large hat. What I'm <laughs> to signify his large say. portfolio. Right. Exactly. Because exactly. like obviously exactly. that's what that means. And then Lucy proceeds to be the worst friend. Yeah. That's also sort of what I sort of like turn on a dime. If that happened to me, like who 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 I friends with was like investing in anything. Never. But <laughs> never. That, never. I mean, if that happened it. to me, never. I would just be like, oh, okay, cool. Like it would not even occur to me to bully them. Right. Give me some to of give that. me something. She yeah. went to six out of ten before Ricky She's a monster. I don't know. I don't know. What to Wait, what do you mean six out of ten? Wait. She asks. Fred agrees to give her one of his ten shares. Oh yeah. Then she keeps upping him. Yeah. And then after five, she goes to six. And Fred made the initial investment. And she's like, I'm just kidding. That was very generous. I'm like, you're a monster. Yeah. Like, and then they're using little Ricky against the Mertzes. Oh, that's right. Little Ricky needs to go to college. college. And yeah. then Ethel goes, you're hitting a rich godmother below my money belt. Uh, I was like, we are really making up a phrase here. Yeah. <laughs> it got a nice laugh. Yeah. Because Vivian is a queen. <laughs> she made it work. She made that line work. Yeah. yeah. She delivered. But I, I don't know. The whole thing, I was just so mad at Lucy and that even Ricky was kind of like, no, I mean, they're right. Like they, they chose to do it. Like we last night and the thing she was being so petty about was like, you knew we would want to buy this. And they were like, no, like literally last time we all saw each other, like none of us wanted to buy this. So why right. would we know that she's like, of course you go and you take it right out from like snatching it from our hands. It's like, yeah. What? It's like the most irrational. Yeah. Petty. I don't know. I was like, this is not good representation. Mm mm. For a female friendship. I mean, rain, rain. Money tears people apart, mm-hmm. is the moral of the story. These uh, friends in particular. Uh, yeah, constantly fighting over finances. But then, so they, the Mertzes give in. Mm-hmm. The next episode, everyone's really rich. Originally rich. This is where everybody's wearing those fox furs yes. and larger earrings. And big hats. And big hats. I liked the big hat bit. I was like, I was waiting. I was ready for it. Do you think was that was planned? It. That Lucy's hat didn't stay on her head yes really absolutely because it's so funny yeah i thought she sounded i thought she looked surprised occasionally i think i think they didn't i think they couldn't exactly plan it as to when Mm -hmm. it happened because then i also noticed like desi lifted her brim up like in an awkward way that didn't seem as smooth as most of the choreography on the show yeah so I think they couldn't necessarily figure out exactly when it was going to happen. But, I mean, if you put that hat on in a rehearsal, the first thing you want to do is have it fall down over your face. Yeah. 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 So the girls, fur is their number one thing. Yeah. Fred mm-hmm. is also a new wardrobe. We find out what, is, boots. what does Ricky want? A costume. A car. A car. A powder blue. Mm-hmm. Periwinkle. Periwinkle. Let's be clear. Yeah. Was it Cadillac? I it think was, a Cadillac. Yeah. Yes. That can play Babaloo. Yeah. Babaloo. I love custom built periwinkle blue Cadillac. Horn yeah. plays Babaloo for $12,000. Oh, man. In the if 50s. only. If only. Wheels. I feel like we've talked about this, but it's like if you came into oil money, what would you buy? Oh. Um, I would get a periwinkle Cadillac that plays mm-hmm. Babaloo. Uh, I would get a matching one with you. <laughs> I don't know. What would be what would be your first purchase if you suddenly came into, into- Oil Specifically money. oil money. In like a physical yeah. purchase. Mm. Not like a, I'm going to save to I'm going to invest. Oh. I'm going to diversify my portfolio. No. Like say? a physical thing? I mean, I would just I would just buy an apartment in mm. New York. There you go. <laughs> I would buy the cheapest apartment I could. Just any property. Real yeah. estate. And Jump then flip it. it. <laughs> 
flip that flip. shit. Love it or list it. Flip it. So, yeah, so the crew is interrupted by okay. a detective. Oh, that's right. And, like, uh, what else? Like, <laughs> the, oh, come on. Like, he does he even say he's a detective? Well, no, I, they Fred just know him. him. Fred knows him, but my just how? Just from the neighborhood? My theory, it's, my theory is that it's because they've been arrested so many times. Yeah. Like, they're, yeah. like, they're constantly, okay. like, in and out of the jail. So I feel like they might have run into him there at some point. That's my okay. theory. But this is I agree. This is where it really starts going off the rails for me. <laughs> me too. Because a lot of it is conjecture. Yeah. Right. And just because your friend is in the building mm-hmm. looking for a guy doesn't mean he's interviewing him about a crime. Right. Yeah. Detectives are allowed to have friends too. It's true. Yeah. yeah. They're usually not on TV. Do you know? <laughs> I have so many. I, um, I'm friends with a lot of detectives. I would want to be friends with a detective because like, I want to be the creepy one who like finds out all the information. Like, I don't want him to be better at that oh, than I am. Oh, that's fair. Why am I acting like I'm dating a detective? Anyway. Also, every time you tell a story, do you think they'd interrogate you about what happened? I mean, that's what I do anyway. <laughs> Allie, that doesn't make sense. You said you went to the bathroom, but yeah. suddenly you're at the table. Right. What yeah. really happened? It's not checking out. I pooped out. at the table. <laughs> That's what happened. <laughs> Take that, her away. That, tra- that tracks for me. Lock her up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so the detective, by virtue of being in their building, yeah. right. up, oh, like, upends their entire financial life, which mm-hmm. makes no sense. Yeah. Because they were like, oh, well, if he's here and he wants to talk to that guy about it means, yeah. his business. Swindled. We've been swindled. It must be bad news. And it's like, right. Right. or you could like do any sort of looking like homework, checking up on this investment you just made of hundreds right. of dollars. I yeah. think they just probably thought it was too good to be true. You know, like, yeah. I think they were doubtful of believing that like this thing would work out for them right. anyway. So they, you know, this came up and they're like, okay, we can't do it. Self sabotage yeah. my therapist way. keeps talking about it <laughs> now I know what it looks like <laughs> it looks like a missed oil well yes so there there are two moments that stuck out to me the first is Lucy's joke where she had previously said Mr. Johnson had a kind face oh yeah mm-hmm. nice eyes Ricky reminds her of that oh and yeah she says I didn't say what kind of thing. Oh, that's right. That was yeah. a good joke. Yeah. 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 That was a very fun moment. She just gets, like, so manic about stuff, mm-hmm. which is really fun to watch, where she just gets, like, fired up. And, and you're like, where is this coming from? My next thought about this scene is they all start pacing around the apartment, mm-hmm. and it felt very play-ish. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was so physical. A drama. A drama. It was like a choreographed her and Fred bumped into each other, but it felt really staged. <laughs> and then she was like, watch where you're going. And I was like, this makes no sense. They don't really come up with a plan. Well, They're, they get in a big fight. They get in a fight. And oh, then Lucy does later. Yeah. Yeah. But they, they just like argue in that moment, right? There's, yeah. no, there's nothing like, we're going to get, like, we'll go talk to him. Maybe we can sell a few of our shares. Like, there's no rationale. There's nothing. Nobody speaks. When it's so many of the episodes just end with Ricky being like, I guess I'm just going to foot the bill and yeah. it'll all be fine. Then they, then the Mercers and the Ricardos aren't talking. That's right. Right. And then... And so, then Ethel happens to walk by. Yeah, she walks by and she tells Lucy, like, can we oh. not be not talking to one another right. for five minutes? Yeah, they that do a truce. kind of cute. Because, I love that. Because then it goes just back to normal when yeah. it always is. Yeah. And they were fighting, but Lucy was like, if this works out, we don't have to be in a fight anymore. Yeah. yeah. And I, they were both so excited. I miss you so much. <laughs> So much has happened that I want to tell you. I've been spying. Yeah. <laughs> I still have a baby that I don't see that often. <laughs> oh, man. 
So Lucy's plan is to wire herself. Well, she's like she's like already done right in that. (laughs) She's like I wired myself because like even like like even do yeah like even when even when Ethel came in, I was like oh I like Lucy's like baroque. She's like oh what a lovely like kerchief. (laughs) And then she's like the microphone's right here, and I was like oh (laughs) she's ready this whole time. (laughs) It made me think of the scene in Singing in the Rain Mm -hmm. with the where they're trying to put. Yeah. The microphone in all these different places. Yeah. And it's like catching a heartbeat or Right, yeah. Or and then they end up having to pull her <laughs> and just like pulls it up through her skirt. And right. Like, yeah. Right. right. And actually yeah. like Lena Lamont and Lucy, I feel like I wanna see them yeah. run into each oh, other. That's Those are two characters. Yeah. yeah. Um but yeah. So I mean it also just felt like how is no one gonna notice you have like a, a cord coming out of right, your foot? Right. Like mm-hmm. This just feels real wacky, this scheme. This mm-hmm. is a real wacky scheme. I feel like it wasn't Vivian back there doing the pulling. I wondered how they, yeah, I wondered how they did that. Yeah. Like, what was the choreography yeah. for it, too? I don't know that there was, because she seemed, like, truly flustered at certain points where she was like, I can't even move. What do I do? <laughs> yeah, maybe. How do I make this funny? Give me some slack. So she goes into the Johnson's apartment. <laughs> That's and right. And she wants to record him saying... That's the like guarantee sh- that they're going to get rich, right? Right. Yeah, that's right. Because they were like, the detective said that they, or no, Fred, it was Fred that was like, we don't have any evidence of him saying right. this. So it's like, why are they listening to Fred all of a sudden about anything? It's <laughs> <laughs> a valid point. Right. Yeah. And also, wouldn't this be in, no, it wouldn't be entrapment, I guess. I don't know. Or maybe it would be. But I don't know what the recording look, laws were. In yeah, it's true. It's right. true. Legal maybe professionals, I'm, please yeah. let us know. Yeah. Is us. it a dual consent state? I don't know. Oh, whoa. Hey, no. I don't know that that's right. I don't even know what that means. I believe yes. you. No, there is something a... in California where you can't be recorded without your knowledge. Right. Which is what we learned from the Kim Kardashian, Taylor Swift thing. <gasps> Really? A couple years ago. Okay, and yeah. so Taylor Swift was like, you can't, like, this is all illegal because... Yeah, she was recorded without her knowledge. In California. Yeah. Okay. But other states, there's just only one person being recorded needs to be aware of it. So you can record someone secretly without their permission. Those are some weird laws, I guess. But as this Mueller investigation keeps ramping up, yeah. I say, let it go. So we're in the apartment and Lucy's trying to get Mr. Johnson to... That's right admit that he promised them a bunch of money when the oil wells come in. To, like, a, mm-hmm. get him for false advertising or something. Right. Right. And Mrs. Johnson is... Weird. She's weird. She's still weird. She's still weird. And also, she's like, I'll just be here unpacking. And then she just, like, turns to the wall and puts her head against it. Like, she doesn't... She's like, I'm like, where is she? What is she doing? She's just like... Isn't that how you unpack? She's Basically. Like, I'm, I'm so wealthy. In business. Yeah, I don't... Heavens. I don't know. And yeah. then Lucy gets real aggro. Yeah. 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 I kind of love it, but also, like, nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> Such nonsense. Where she was like, hey, give us our money. Yeah. <laughs> give me You're your money. Give us your money. It's like a holdup. She's definitely on, robbing him. I have you on tape. Yeah. Which doesn't really make any sense. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think that's a legal strategy. <laughs> but she also, like, gets on top of him, sort of, because she wants mm. to make sure that, that she's picking up all the right. words. Right. So, it's a, a bit inappropriate. Mm. Untoward. Sexy weekend. Yeah. yeah. 
Correct. Mrs. Johnson does not care the whole time. She's no. Like, oh, that's she's weird. That happens all the time when your husband's an oil tycoon. Yeah, yeah. You're just when always you just with your head against a wall. Their yeah, bodies against it. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, have you? Is truly. Yeah. Did you see him? Of course. That's women what we call a Texas hug. <laughs> Money. So yeah. He's like talking about how. Don't worry, it'll it'll break any day, and when the oil comes in, you won't be able to count the money. Yeah. Or Mrs. Johnson says that she's like, "There'll be so much money, you can't even count it." Because women can't do math. <laughs> <laughs> and then he like finally gets pushed too far, and Mrs. Johnson says, oh. "Just give her her nasty money back." Oh yeah, there's the- some class sort of snobbish. Yeah, but also like. I'm also I'm maybe team Mrs. Johnson here because, like, Lucy was being rude. Yeah. <laughs> She's being gross. And, like, I don't know. What? I don't really understand what he had to lose by, unless he was conning them. Right. What right. What he had to lose by just giving her her money back. Well, and then he gets the oil money when it comes in. Maybe. I think. I don't understand. So Stop. he wanted to sell. Yeah, he wanted to sell shares. So maybe he already has enough shares and wants to like keep selling them off. Yeah. But then also it was his problem that he kept he sell he sold too many shares. Right. So that's why he had to be away from people. Maybe. Again, I'm just using words I don't understand. So they both invested six hundred dollars, right? That's Correct. what Fred asked Lucy and Ricky for when they were Correct. splitting the shares. Yes. So twelve hundred total, six hundred each couple. Okay. That's their loss margin. Right, yeah. if the oil doesn't come in, or mm-hmm. somehow he's conning them, or whatever. Right, the most they're six hundred dollars, six hundred bucks. Yeah, which is not a small amount of money, probably right, a couple grand, but mm-hmm. not like gonna bankrupt any of them. No. Well, yeah. they did say it is like, well, why don't we put our savings in it? It's like maybe it's like this is their entire savings. Unclear, or maybe it's also like more of like that they were they like felt that they'd been swindled. The pride part, it's the pride, it's the respect. Yeah, Yeah. it's all caught up in it. Yeah, because that's true. Like it's there have been times in the past where Lucy thought she was going to be able to get a mink stole and then doesn't get a mink stole. But it's the but it's the embarrassment more than anything. That's right. That's right. And so she comes well, she in. She tells everybody she's getting one on the phone. Yeah, and then rude. she doesn't get it. On Miscalculation. the party line. <laughs> party line. She's all about that party line. So, Minkstall's mine. <laughs> so they're toasting Lucy and Ethel for this brilliant idea. Ricky right. and Fred have been saved by their wives. And then Yet again. Like, yes. And then they're like... Oh, did you hear a doorbell ring? And they're like, oh, it's great that we can hear our the Lisa's doorbell ring from your apartment or something. Or like Lucy says, I don't know. If Lucy yeah, no, Ethel yeah. says, oh, I didn't know you could hear our doorbell ring up here. Oh, yeah. And oh. then Lucy's like, that's how we always know when you have guests. Yeah. <laughs> they're next door, yeah? I think they're... I thought they were below. They used to right? be below, but I think they're now next door. Because remember, start. like, okay. Ethel was just walking by. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't that know makes where sense. they are. I think she just maybe said in here. Right. And didn't give a definition. Yeah, it's where. definitely, like, a weird, weird solve as a, as a writing team to be like, oh, we'll just have a nice little bit about how they 
always hear each other's doorbell, even though we've never had that happen before. Like, it was so weird. Yeah. I like it. I think that happens with the theme of spying. Oh, true. Well, interesting. We're trying to continue the theme. Yeah. And the theme is spying. Oh, oh okay. So, so oh, because it's about spying? Spy Got kids? It. Spy it. kids. Harriet yeah. the spy? Yeah. Cool, cool spy kids. Cool they spy should kids. have called this episode spy kids. That's way better than oil wells. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anything else. Right. Con- it should have been called The Wire. <laughs> oh, I like good. that. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll be here all afternoon. Uh, yeah, I like so, that. So, uh, so the detective comes in. He was looking for Fred and Ethel, his friends, and he found them in Lucy and Ricky's apartment. Mm-hmm. And he needs to use the phone immediately to oh, inform yeah. his wife that she may buy her own mink because he bought. Right. The shares they sold back. And, and they also got baby, it all. And also, baby, pop that champagne. I'll be right home. Oh, yeah. yeah. All you ladies pop your champagne like this. That was the most important thing, I think. It was like he needed her to start celebrating immediately because, like, when he got home, he wanted to go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and then everyone looks at Lucy. Yeah. There's that, like, slow turn, like that, and the ending, too, where she's like, Ugh. like, I could. No, she's like, Meh. oh, yeah. It was like this, and I, like, I think she, like, they. Cut away just as she was like looking to camera, like get me out of here. Like, like what was I'm the implication? Done. They're just going to rip her apart. Oh, that Lucy! It felt, yeah. it felt like a Twilight Zone episode where it's like yeah. we're blocking all the exits, we're closing yeah. in around you, and cut to black. I was like, yeah. what is going on? They can't blame her all the time for everything. I think that's the show. They were all. <laughs> I blame Lucy. <laughs> I oh, love yeah. Lucy, but I blame her. Yeah. Yeah. The thing that happened with this episode, which doesn't always happen, is that usually there's some sort of financial stakes to whatever's happening, usually. Right. And at, th- at the end of the day, they didn't lose anything. So Nobody it's like everything's money. made up and the points don't matter, guys. Like, yeah. it's really yeah. fine. Yeah. And you're going to all just, like, sit there and be like, oh, well, what if we were rich? Like, you were doing that before anyway. Yeah, that's true. So it's just like we're back to time is a flat circle. You're just back to And where also, they began. I'm like, now that I'm thinking of it, I'm like, maybe there would have been a better writing choice right. to make the stakes higher, like, if there was something like, oh, Fred needs an operation, which is the first thing. <laughs> yes. First thing my mind went lap to, band. and I'm like, what lap is band. the first thing? <laughs> I don't know why. Fred's dying. Oh, you need, you know, and he's got to have that oh, gallbladder no. out. But this money, you know, I mean, what was what was health insurance like back then? I don't know. I don't know. I probably much like it is now. He definitely has it from the club. Yeah, club. Every man club insurance. I want to know what kind of insurance you get at the club. Uh, the kind you can't get rid of? <laughs> yeah, what happens at the club is not stay at the club. Yeah, yeah unfortunately, it goes no. home with you sometimes. And, but yeah, so, yeah. It, it was, I mean, I feel like it, you know, this episode covered a lot of themes that we see a lot on the show. Yeah, it was a kind of a, a little bit of a regurgitation of a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Class anxiety. Mm-hmm. What schemes. Schemes. Always schemes. Buying. Yeah. Physical gambits. The big mm-hmm. gambits. Gag at the end. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was fun to put the four of them against like a common enemy and oh, yeah, yeah like an outside mm-hmm. or an outside uh person than it being like within the group that's yeah. i like that too i agree thank, thank you, you for joining us hey guys thank you i appreciate it where can our friends and fans find you on the yeah. internet do you have anything to plug uh let's see so you can find me on instagram and twitter at peg leg and megan Ooh, uh megan yeah. is spelled with an h m-e-g-h-a-n 
Um, and then the next thing I, uh, I'm working on, well, I'm in this next season of Happy on Ooh, Sci-Fi. Cool. Which is exciting. And then uh, uh, Story Pirates podcast season two starts up very soon. Yay! Woo! There you go. Yeah. That's amazing. And, you know, you can always find us on uh, various social media platforms, including Instagram at We Love Lucy Podcast. Twitter at We Love Lucy Pod. You can find us on Facebook at We Love Lucy Podcast. And you can always send all thoughts and feelings to our email at We Love Lucy Pod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time, Lucy's Keep Scheming.